Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco 49ers and their upcoming football game over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we get into any of that, I'm going to have a quick word from our sponsor. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and BetOnline is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing, BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the bet on head to bet online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Murray Podcast. For one break, we discuss the plan for this episode. Once again, we we'll talk about the Week 10 matchup between the Niners and the Jaguars from a betting perspective. But for any of that, do want to recap what happened last week? Kind of a fake tease there because there's nothing to recap from last week. Both the Niners and the Jaguars had a bye, so both teams should be relatively healthy. We'll see what happens, but looking at the recent form of both teams, Jacksonville is 6-2, and two, the Niners are 5-3. and three. Niners have lost three straight in somewhat close fashion. They scored exactly 17 points in each of the last three games, lost to Cleveland by two, courtesy of that missed Moody field goal at the end, lost to Minnesota in that Monday night game by five, and then ended up losing to the Bengals by 14. That game really wasn't as close as the... I can't even say the final score indicated, but the Bengals dominated pretty much the entire game so that it was a worthy score. But the point is the Niners have been struggling a bit lately, and the bye could not have come at a better time for this team. As for the Jaguars, the bye could probably not have come at a worse time because they have been on fire. Uh, the Jaguars go through the recent performances, did start the season 1-2. and two. They beat the Colts week one, lost to the Chiefs and the Texans in the next two games. Then they were destroying teams, ended up beating the Falcons, beat the Bills, beat the Colts, beat the Saints, beat the Steelers. So they won five straight. Now they had a week off. So you can make an argument that the Niners are actually facing the Jaguars at the right time because Jacksonville was on a heater, and now they had a week to get the momentum kind of shut down a little bit. But we'll see if the Niners can get the job done in the spot. However, I am going to recap the last game of both teams again, just so we keep the uh, most recent memory of these teams fresh in our minds. Starting off with the Niners game against the Bengals. I kind of went through this last week, but I'll do it again in a little bit of a quicker form. Uh, Burrow was really good, simply put. The Niners' pass defense has fallen apart which is why Wilkes is now on the hot seat as defensive coordinator. But Burrow had 263 yards and he, 283 yards and three touchdowns, only four incompletions in the entire game. Purdy had a bunch of passing yards, played after being concussion protocol for most of the week, 365 passing yards, one touchdown, two picks. The passing yards doesn't mean much to me because they were trailing for basically the entire game. So it was a lot of game flow-based stuff, but Ayuk was great, had 149. 
Uh, he had a 109. Kittle had 149. And looking at the receiving core for the Bengals, you saw Chase with 100 yards. Uh, McCaffrey continued the touchdown streak, had two touchdowns, actually, along with 118 all-purpose yards. But the Niners' pass defense has been a problem. And we saw it against Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. We saw it against Burrow in the last game they played. They need to drastically improve the pass defense, and we'll see if they can do it in this matchup. As for Jacksonville, they won a very ugly game against the Steelers, and I will give them credit because even though the game was hideous to watch, the Steelers always find ways to win those games because Tomlin is accustomed to being in very ugly home games. We saw it in that Thursday night game against the Titans last week, for example, but the Jaguars were able to go in there and win an ugly and gritty football game as they ended up winning the game 20-10. to Now, for the actual stat line, Trevor Lawrence was fine, had 292 yards, one touchdown, one pick, QBR of 71.5. As for the actual ground game, ETN had 79 yards, 3.3 yards per carry. For the receiving core, you had Ingram, who had 88 yards on 10 catches, Ridley at 83 yards and 6 catches, ETN had three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown, the 56-yard streak down the sideline, and you also had Kirkwood four catches for 46 yards. As for the defense in this matchup, I also want to mention that Ingram and Bigsby did fumble, so the, ja the Jaguars did have three turnovers in that game. As for the Steelers' offense, it was a mess. What else is new? Nothing else really to add. Uh, you saw Pickett start the game. Then he got injured, and Trubisky took over from there. Both quarterbacks combined for about 211 passing yards and one touchdown, two picks. The QBRs for both quarterbacks were below 40, and it was really ugly to watch. And, of course, with Pittsburgh being involved, they can't run the ball. Uh, Warren had 19 yards on five carries. Najee Harris had 13 yards on seven carries, and that was basically it. So the point is the Steelers' offense was awful. The Jaguars didn't play well, but they did enough because the Jaguars, once again, were able to score more than 10 points, and they got the job done. So Jaguars did what they had to do. They are 4-0 on the road, so they actually are only 2-2 two two at home. So we'll see what happens in this game. But Jacksonville defensively did a good job. Two interceptions, three sacks. To go through those, you had Josh Allen with two sacks, and you also ended up having Trayvon Walker with a sack. And the interceptions were courtesy of Anto uh, Anto Antonio um, sorry, Antonio Johnson and Andrew Wingard. So overall, this really, uh, all I have to recap for that game. It was ugly, but Jacksonville got it done. Now we'll get into the actual preview for this matchup. And for the actual betting lines in this game, you have the Niners as a road favorite. Now it is going to be a small number, but the Niners are basically laying three and the over-under is at 45 and a half. Both teams pass defense-wise, really not good. So I do think you're going to end up seeing both quarterbacks attempt to air it out. We'll see if they have success with that. I'm hoping the Niners' defense ends up making some adjustments after the bye week. Once again, the D coordinator might get fired if they don't exactly play well defensively in this game. Also a reminder, the Niners are tied with Seattle for first place in the division while you're looking at the Jaguars being two games ahead of Houston for first place in the AFC South. But for the sexual matchup, I think for the sake of the... I don't want to say script, but for the sake of how I see the matchup playing out, I see it being an ugly first couple of quarters based on the bye week. Maybe there's going to be some rust involved. We know the Niners are a great team with scripted plays. The issue has been Purdy uh, post the scripted plays offensively recently. 
and you're looking at the ground game. We know McCaffrey's been very good. The receiving core has been iffy because Debo's been injured. So if he comes back, that's going to be a massive boost to that core. But I do think Jacksonville's run defense is going to play a big factor in this game because we know Shanahan loves to use a run-first mentality with his offenses, and I do think that the Jaguars' run defense is good enough to bottle up the run. So if that's the case, the question is, do I think Purdy can do enough with his arm to beat Jacksonville's pass defense? I do. I think he is decent enough to get the job done. Jacksonville's secondary is really bad, and I do think that there are going to be some openings for this passing attack to exploit. And I think that for Jacksonville... The rush defense for the Niners is good, like it always is. ETN's been great, especially if you're in fantasy football. ETN's been a great fantasy player. But I do question Lawrence with his decision-making at times, and I do think that he might turn the ball over a couple of times. So I do think if you're looking at my expectation for this matchup, I am going to lean to the Niners winning the turnover battle. I mentioned it a second ago in the Steelers preview. The Jaguars lost the game. They won the game, but they also committed three turnovers. So they have not exactly been careful with the football, and you kind of need to be against the Niners if you want to win a close competitive game. So for me, I am going to go with the Niners minus the three, and I am going to go with the under in this game. I see it being ugly. I see it being physical, but I do think that the Jaguars being two and two at home tells that they are more vulnerable than you might expect. But I do think that the Niners will do enough to dominate in the trenches and to potentially get after Lawrence regularly. Uh, we'll see if Chase Young has an immediate fit with this defensive line. We'll see what happens. But the point is, I do expect the Niners to bounce back. They are still a very great team on paper. And I do think talent-wise, they are a better team than Jacksonville. Have they played like it recently? Not really. But I do have concerns about Jacksonville being in such great form and then entering off the bye to kind of kill momentum. So I think that Jacksonville is going to struggle a bit. I think that the Niners will play sharp. And I do think that the Niners will eventually get the job done. It's going to be close. But I'm going to say by four in this spot. So really right next to the spread, but just barely covering. And that's good enough for me. For the sake of my actual prediction for this matchup, I am going to go with the Niners to win by a score of 20. You know what? I said four. I'll stick with it. Give me 24-20. That's the score that I have in my mind. We'll go with that. So give me the Niners to win this game and to get back on track by a score of 24-20. to If this unravels, then there's a couple ways it's going to. Either Purdy turns the ball over and they can't run the ball, or you see the Niners' pass defense once again get exploited by a couple of good receivers that Jacksonville has, whether it involves Ridley, whether it involves Kirk. They have a lot of weapons. Even Evan Ingram was really good last game out. So I think that that's going to be a point of, I'd say, emphasis for viewers out there. If the Niners' defense struggles again, is Wilkes going to get fired? Probably. That's how I look at it. So we'll see what happens. Maybe the defense likes Wilkes as a coordinator and they step up for him. We'll see. But either way, give me the Niners minus the points and give me the under in this game. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Ben and Ray podcast. We'll be back once again next week for the Niners game against the Buccaneers. Until then, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.